What's up, everybody? It's Davo here. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Fearless Fathers podcast. As always, I got my uh, semi-good, best buddy, kind of absentee, co-host, friend, and residential dirtbag, Ryan, with me. Ryan, say what's up? Where'd that 10 seconds go, Dave? Shut your How will we get noise canceling now, Dave? You are a scumbag. You shut your dirty <laughs> mouth. Yeah, that's right. That's so do we want to preface that with people about this recording? I, I mentioned it a couple of weeks ago. Um, I forget what episode <laughs> it was in. Where I, I had actually like talked to another podcast guy and told him my whole process. And he's like, I don't know what you're doing with that fucking 10 second thing. So, of course, I called Dave out on the air. And instead of, you know screaming at me like a normal person dave went and actually looked up what it was for and decided that we didn't need to do it anymore good work ryan (laughs) no i didn't even give you any credit i'm just like huh no you didn't need to i I took it just now fuck you too bad you're not taking it (laughs) it's all mine uh ryan's got something special today ryan why don't you tell him what you're uh what what you got going on over there in your world well this this topic we're going to talk about today Oh, I was talking way even before that. Oh year, no, uh, I, I'm, I'm. It's called a preface, Dave. I'm oh, moving into it. <laughs> I hate you so much. Yeah. Oh. Um. Well, now that Dave's ruined it, so <laughs> soiled it, soiled it, jerk. And he's gonna go through and edit this and make it sound like I'm an asshole. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Always does. So, t- today's topic is we're, we're starting. You want to call us a mini series? Or do you want to call it like just a regular episode and then a mindset episode? I, I, I don't yeah, really let's know. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah it, all right. It's not really a mini series. I, I, I'm going to call this a lead in to our mindset episode. It's not. It's not we go. actually a, a mini series. This is just you know an extended topic, but um, it's an extended topic we're both really passionate about. So, you know, being a passionate, hot blooded Irishman that I am, I decided to pour myself a glass of what I'm what I'm going to refer to from now on as opinion juice. Or opinion punch. I don't know. It's, is it a punch? Well, let me give you the ingredients, Dave, and you can tell me if it's right. a juice. Go so ahead. what you want to start with is uh, about a teaspoon of grenadine in the bottom of the uh, bottom of a glass. And you want to find the biggest mug you could possibly find for this. And then uh, you're going to need some ice, all right, and a little bit of ice. Um, you're going to need tonic of your choice. It doesn't matter which one because you're really not going to be tasting it anyway. You're going to need some Prosecco, which is like a sparkling wine. Um, the cheaper, the better. I'm going I'm to really say it cheap, as cheap as possible. This had been chilling out in the back of my fridge for like three months. I forgot it was there and I found it today. I'm like, oh, cool. I can make something out of that. Then you're going to want like your favorite energy drink. Absolutely. You're going to want your favorite energy drink. Some pineapple juice or orange juice or like a mixture. It's up to you. It's whatever your whatever your flavor is. And then just a fuck ton of gin right on top of that. Okay. So and then what you're going to want to do is as you're mixing, you're going to want to pour some more grenadine on top to make it sickeningly sweet, but also crimson blood red. So it not only destroys your mind, but also gives you diabetes. It's perfect. It's a phenomenal drink. And there's a lot of it. So this is going to be a downhill battle, <laughs> slowly, slowly descending into madness about this fucking topic, Dave, this has put us all on. <laughs> all right. To answer your question, that's a punch. Okay, good. And, I thought so. And two, when you bitch moan and complain that you have medical issues, I'm never going to feel sorry for you ever again. But I never drink You're like this You're doing it to anymore. yourself. No, no, I don't drink like this all the time. I barely drink Doesn't like matter. this ever. 
it doesn't matter. It's on the air. It's staying. I'm going to make right, you sound like enough. a dirtbag. It's your fault. I'm never feeling sorry for you again. You know, it's funny I say that. You see the, see the glass I'm drinking this out of. Um, if anybody has in around them. And Dave, I know you, I, you've never seen them because you don't live in civilization. No, I live in <laughs> Civ. I've been playing it for hours. Yes, you have. <laughs> It's movie tavern is like it's like a bar in a movie theater, and they bring you food and drinks and stuff. One I of their programs we had one up in Scranton. Oh, you do? Have you been well, to it? It closed, it closed down, but uh, the Cinemark started doing something like that. Well, now they have a bar in the in the movie theater, but I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, but like yeah. you can get these giant mugs for beer there, and it's all, it was always like the best deal on the planet. Um, it, the the mug initially was twenty bucks, but it came full of beer, so you, you've already got a bunch of beer. You know, more specifically a half gallon of beer and every time you come back to fill it up it's like seven bucks respectable but now you have this mug and now we're in covid positive world i had to find something to do with it and you're drinking opinionated punch no just opinion punch so what are we talking about then when we're talking about family legacy ryan are we talking like the roosevelt legacy or like the kennedy legacy or None of those things really apply to the individual fucking schmuck like you and me, you know, like the regular ass dude. Well, I guess what we're talking about is more specifically like the mindset that, you know, my parents or my family does this specific thing. So I have to do this specific thing with my life, like uh, military guys. Military guys is a great example of that. My grandfather was in the military. My father was in the military. Um, and I I was in the military. But I fucking showed those two naval fucks I joined the army. <laughs> you really feel good about that? No. It was a terrible idea. You could have went Air Force. <laughs> I could have any- went Air Force. Coast <laughs> you know Guard the, even. You know what the fucked up part is? The Air Force guy called me three days before I was going to basic training. He's like, hey. You know, your packet got approved. I see you're going to Benning in three days. Uh, do you want to change your mind? And I was like, no, I'm good. Fuck, it's so stupid. That was your sign right there. <laughs> yeah, but this lovely show would have never got made then. I would have had a better host. Probably. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I would have ran into the ground within three months. Who am I kidding? I got to give you some love today, Ryan. Just a little bit of love. All right. But yeah, Ryan's right. So Thursday, I go into a bit of a, it's a bit of a mindset mastery, kind of a couple more examples of what we're talking about here. The, you know, your your family legacy, not being the traditions that you grew up with for Christmas time and birthday parties and stuff. Well, birthday parties are going to get in there, but we're talking like the parenting roles that you grew up in, that, that culture that you grew up in, those those traditions, quote unquote, we'll use that were passed down from generation to generation. The my family lived this way, like Ryan was saying. So that means I'm stuck living this nine to five or, you know, doing something that I love to do as a pipe dream. So I'm never going to be able to achieve it because nobody else in my family has ever achieved it. They tried it and they failed or it was never meant to happen anyway, because I'm not lucky enough or insert own here. So I think that's really what we're talking about when we come to this. And I know, Ryan, you were you were kind of intrigued when I brought it up to you when we talked about this idea as, as a new dad. And, you know, I think this ties in a little bit to, like, the baby effect when we did that episode and a couple other episodes, too, when we were uh, when, when we were going through this. 
Oh, you could you could place this um, on a lot of our uh, God. What do I want to call them? Um, catalog. Yeah, well, not our catalog. I mean, there's what we're sixty plus shows deep now. I don't even yeah. know anymore. <laughs> oh yeah, we're gonna. You know what the fucked up part about that is? We're just gonna make our hundredth episode and not even know. And then somebody in the comments <laughs> will be like, "Hey, you guys had a hundred, and we're like, "Oh fuck, oh, it's, it's gonna be Father's Day all over again." Remember when we just <laughs> fucking made a regular ass episode? Someone had to tell us, "Hey, you know it's Father's Day, right?" <laughs> I think I was the one that said, hey, uh, you yeah, know. He's yeah. like, oh, shit. And it was the day after. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're good at podcasting. Yeah, we're crushed. great. We're figuring this out as we go. <laughs> yeah. It's lovely. I digress. I, I think it could be related to a bunch of episodes in our catalog. But a lot of the ones that involved, you know, just pre pre uh prejudgment of one's own situation and we have a lot of those you know oh yeah we have a lot we talk about it a lot the state i I feel like it makes the standard man shit his pants like (laughs) oh fuck i have to do this 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 and this other thing now that we're having this kid and um you know i have to have all this stuff all this stuff together and the reality is you 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 don't you can just kind of you know as things come along you can figure it out but people get that um that kind of that kind of feeling and it ties right into this into the fact that um, families have certain expectations of you uh, when you become a family man. Like, hey, the kids got to do this. Hey, the kids got to do that. Hey, we want to send them to this schools. Hey, you have to get this set up. And the truth of the matter is, once again, like we've always said, is, is you know what's best for your child um, as long as you're actively, you know, attempting to do what's best for your child. And it's always been your responsibility and you don't, you don't really necessarily have to listen to what those people say. <laughs> so I, I guess to Dave's point is family legacy can be defined as a lot of stuff. It really can. It could be an occupational thing. It could be a mindset thing. It could literally be Kevin's gra- Kevin's grandfather. My, uh, my, my wife, my father-in-law wants my son to play, to play hockey because they all play hockey down there. They all love it. Um, I'm not sure I'm super into it because it's a brutal ass sport, but I'm sure uh, as soon as Kevin's, you know, balanced enough to be on a set of skates, he's going to be on a set of skates. So kind of to your point on that one. Yeah, there, there's a lot of different, I don't want to say nuances to this one, but me being the mindset guy, I feel this one really attributes to your mindset. And you brought up a really valid point, the family dynamic when you're a new dad and you have that first child, how many times have you heard it? Well, I raised you this way, so you should do something the same. Or we never raised you to be like that, so I don't know why you're doing right. It becomes a defensive cycle to try and almost like stick you in to the same way that you grew up, even though you're trying to do exactly what's best for your child in your situation, in your circumstances. And also to your point before I forget, which I think I already forgot it. <laughs> oh God, that's great. I should have wrote that's it so- down. The one time I don't take notes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. I think you had something to say there while I'm trying to think about this. I, I think our opinions are honestly really short on this one. It's just, you know, Hey, you can do what you think is right and, you know, what you think is correct because at the end of the day, it's your decision to make as, as the father. 
Um, you, you're not beholden to anybody's anybody's opinion, but your own. Um, but you just got to remember, you still have to do what's best for the kid at the end of the day. And sometimes your family's right. Sometimes they're not. But in this particular case, I think um, the, the the definition of what we're trying to say of, as family legacy is it's a set of thoughts that you can use as guidelines, but you don't have to strictly follow them. You kind of get what I'm saying, Dave? I know exactly what you're saying, and I'm going to I'm gonna word this in my own way, and I think it's about what you're saying, but I remember what I was going to talk about. Okay. So before I get on to my other point, because I wrote them down, finally thinking today, <laughs> it's been a long day. Yeah, it has. So the second point I wanted to take is, as a new dad, and I'm pretty sure you did this as well too, and most people do this in their everyday life without really thinking about it because it becomes so second nature. But we get stuck in the cycle of having a long-term goal set out for ourselves or our kids. Have you been in that situation before? Yeah, I absolutely have. Do you want to so give you, you an example? Uh, sure, you give me an example, and then, and then we could then I could go on to my other point there okay. on, on top of that before I move on. So my parents uh, very much wanted me to go into healthcare because they're both healthcare workers now. My mom was a medical technologist. And my dad, he was a nurse for a while because in the when he was in the Navy, he was a corpsman. Sure. And they very much wanted me to go through this. They, they kept trying to push me in that direction and push me to go to nursing school when I was younger. And at the end of the day, well, you know what that ended up doing to me? It ended up pushing me away from the medical industry. And to their credit, that would have been a very good career path. I would have done very well for myself. But... I chose not to do it because it got pushed on me so hard. So if you push your family legacy, there's a chance you could destroy it as well. You understand what I'm saying? That is a fantastic example of what I'm trying to get to today. Let me ask you this, because I'm pretty sure I know the answer. Did they try and push it on you with passion or did they push it on you with, you're going to do this whether you like it or not? Um, a little of both, honestly. Uh, my mom, my mom really, really, really wanted me to go to college right out of high school, and I was a thousand percent not ready to do it. Um, I was pretty disheartened when I got when I was a senior, and I just kind of needed a year or two off to get my head together. Sure. Uh, but instead, she, she was like, oh, "You're going," um, and made sure I applied and tried to push me and push me. It, it, it was just for some people, getting that extra little shove is like the right answer. For some people, it's not, and I just was happened not to be one of those people. Um, so instead I ended up being a field artillery guy. <laughs> Funny how that works. Yeah. Crazy stuff. But that, that fits into the same idea that a lot of parents push on their kids is, and, and I, it's funny that you brought this up because I just talked about this. I interviewed Pat Davey. If you listen to his episode, I just interviewed on his podcast. That's going to be coming out next month. But we talked about the, not, not so much the family legacy, but the, ideals that you grow up you go to school you go to high school you graduate high school you go to college you get a shitty job you're stuck in debt your entire life and then you fucking die and that's like the life cycle that we tend to fit in a in a not so nice way of putting it like <laughs> i, I kind of put it that way today but that is most situations for people right they want their parents say you need to go to school I was pushed on school, but the career choice that I wanted, you needed school. At least I thought you needed school, but I was never given small attainable goals to reach my passion when I wanted to be a video game developer. 
And what I wanted to ask you on that too is, were you given those small attainable goals to build that passion too? No. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it was pretty much, hey, go to school, do your thing. You need to do... It, they, they gave me a set of... I don't want to say goals, but they gave me like a really loose guidelines and was pretty much figure it out on your own. So there was no, there, there was no guidance. There was more, you're going to be in the medical field because we're both in the medical field and that's just the way it's going to be. Y- yeah. In a way it absolutely was in a way. Yeah. So it's funny you bring that up because a lot of people there's, I think there's a good mix of people that are told they need to follow the family's path. Right, you hear the people. Well, my parents were doctors, so I had to become a doctor because that's the family legacy, so to speak. I think the motivation for that kind of thought process, a lot of the times, is that generationally people are successful at these tasks. So why wouldn't you want to see your kid be successful? So you're trying to get them into what you know works. Because it's a hard world out there. You want to give them every advantage. And a lot of people like that. That's, you know, like, hey, I'm successful at this. I, you know, I, uh, I think my dad worked at Jefferson at the time. My mom worked for um, Johnson and Johnson. I want to say, I think Johnson, Johnson or Kodak. I'm not really 100% sure. She worked for both of those companies at some point in time, but um, or Siemens. It might have been Siemens. Doesn't matter. <laughs> the point is they all had medical divisions and she worked for all three of them at some point in time. But they were they were fairly successful. I mean, we had houses and new cars sure. and, and stuff like that when I was growing up. You know, they just they wanted to see they wanted that for you. Instead of thinking of the bigger, wider world, they're like, Well, it, it works for us, it can work for him. And they weren't wrong. It could have worked for me. But obviously, you know, I had other plans in mind. <laughs> through their enthusiasm to help me succeed, they pushed me away at some level. And that's perfectly said when you're talking about that, that's absolutely true. And I don't care who you are. Every parent out there wants what's best, what they believe is best for their kids. And a lot of, a lot of parents, most parents, the majority of them will try and push their kids. I've seen it to what is successful, what worked in the past for them or what didn't work for them and try and guide them. And and there is nothing, nothing wrong with that in the slightest. No, absolutely. But it's the way you go about it that is really going to dictate whether they're going to go full force, if they're going to have passion in it, or if they're going to be like, "Eh, I'm going to become a field artilleryman and have tinnitus at the age of 23. Yeah, that's a good time. (laughs) Bad news too. (laughs) But then I want to take that. That's a very positive side to the to the family legacy. I want to flip that just for a few minutes on a negative side. This one is what I talk about a lot coming Thursday. The negative connotations of the family legacy. The well, my parents grew up lower middle class. My dad worked a crappy nine to five job. You know, I, I my whole family did this. My whatever the case is, insert own here. I have to live this life. I grew up in a poor neighborhood, so that means my whole family grew up in a poor neighborhood, which means I have to live in these conditions. And I, I'm going to share an experience for me. 
one thing for me that really, really started me thinking down the line when it came to this, I couldn't have been more than, God, seven or eight years old. And my dad was a mechanic at a local, um, at a local shop. I remember one day I told him something along the lines like, dad, I want to, I want to walk in your footsteps. Like I wanted to be a mechanic because I idolized my dad. And, you know, as a young kid, as a young man, you idolize your father and what they do. And I just remember him saying, I forget it entirely, but it was something along the lines like, you don't want to live this type of life is basically the gist of where it came down to it. And that is a memory of mine that's so ingrained with me. And I've never really shared that story much with people, but it's something that I would go back to every now and again that would just kind of like, holy shit, I kind of forgot about that. And then it kind of like stuck more and more. But that was really my dad saying, like, you can be better off than just being a mechanic working in a local repair sh- car repair shop and do something more with your life. And another thing that he told me, too, and I remember I said, Dad, why are we not rich? And he goes, we're rich in our own way. And I never understood that, what he meant. But it came down to. We have our family, we have a house, we're together, and those values that we hold deep are even more important than having all the money in the world. And those are just two basic examples that kind of resurfaced in the last few years for me, but really, really drive home the point of cutting off the family legacy that is the lower middle class the not having choices in your world and really being able to do something to propel yourself into a better future. That's a incredibly impassionate story, Dave, that I actually didn't know that about you. We're yeah, many people don't. I don't even think my wife knows that. Oh, wow. Well, you should probably go tell her now that you told the world. I'll think about it. <laughs> Definitely tell her before this airs, <laughs> please. Mm-mm. No, Mm-mm. no, I'll just Facebook her. Hey, Christian, by the way. <laughs> no, I, I probably did tell her once or twice or kind of something along those lines. But uh, again, it was one of those things that kind of just resurfaced after I became a dad and I really started analyzing it. And I'm like, holy shit, that makes a ton of sense. Yeah. And the other the other thing about what you said there that I found was interesting was that first off, when you're young, you're young, you have an adolescent's brain. <laughs> so... I mean, I know I did this. I'm sure you did this too, uh, because that's just what, you know, a growing brain does, but you compartmentalize things that don't necessarily fit in your narrative or whatever your fucking hormone ridden fucking dome piece decides is like a thing. And I, I go back and I reflect on myself quite, quite often. Um, cause I, you know, I've made lots of mistakes in my life. You know, you question some of the things the decisions that you've made and you're like, Oh fuck, if I go back, I could, I could really change that and, you know, make things a lot better for myself. And you made those decisions because of, you know, your circumstance and how old you were and all those things. And, you know, you said those things because of the same reasons, I guess if I had my brain power that I had now, and I was in that position then, and I can combine those two things, I probably would have taken my parents' advice. Um, because I'm far more logical, I have far more experience, I'm much more mature, 
that makes sense. But Dave, you're you're in the the opposite end of the spectrum. It's just you know like hey, your your father was trying to empower you to get out of that situation, which is uh, pretty amazing that he could stand above himself like that. Mm-hmm. And you know, I feel like you have. I absolutely do. And it's one of those things where you. God, I'm trying to collect my thoughts here for a second. It's one of those things where everybody's situation is a little bit different. Oh, yeah. But also extraordinarily similar where your past is dictated by your emotions so much that when you're younger and you go back and reflect on yourself like, oh, shit, I should have listened to him do this. I should have done this. I should have done that. Um, and it's it's nothing you can change, but you can very much grow from it, um, even even like I'm in my mid thirties and I, and I think about stuff I did when I was in my twenties, like, fuck, that was stupid all the time. Holy fuck. That was stupid. God damn it. I should have listened to him. <laughs> and you know, you can't change it. All you can do is make yourself better. And I think if you do that at the end of the day, you've certainly made the legacy of your family that much better because instead of, you know, throwing away the lessons that they gave you, you're now using it to make yourself better and then make your by proxy, make your child better. And your child's going to make those stupid fucking mistakes because <laughs> that's just what an adolescent human brain does. But pushing yourself along and never stopping the fight to further, you know, not just your own education, but your own success really at the end of the day is truly what your family legacy should be and not, you know, an individual task or assignment or obligation or, um, Help me out, Dave. Any any anything else you can possibly think? Of? I am going to sum up everything you just said in about twenty words. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm going back to my drink now. Yeah, go back to your opinion punch. <laughs> it's been working. You take the thoughts and the lessons that your parents taught you. You look at them as failures, and you turn those failures into regret. Instead of taking those failures, those lessons that you learned and the thoughts that you had growing up, instead of taking those failures into regret, you take you take those failures and make them something negative because that's what our bodies do. That's what our minds do. That's what they're programmed to do. But you take those failures and you look at the successes. You look at what you could have done. And instead of dwelling on it, because you can't go back and change the past, but you can learn from your past. I said this when our new logo came out, and I, th- I think we had this conversation, but those double Fs that we have, they're put there in a very specific reason. The red F symbolizing your past and the blue F symbolizing the now and the future. And they're so close together, but they're not fully apart or fully together. And... For those of you that may not know where I'm going with this, your past never fully defined you, but you keep your past so close to you that you can learn from it, adapt from it, and grow and take what you failed from and become better in the present and the future you. It's 42 seconds. I said 20 words. That That was way way more more than than 20 words. That's all you get out of that? You should have. No, no, no. You should have learned from the past and cut me away from this podcast like I was a fucking horrible cancerous boil. That's what That's what I got from it. Touche. Touche. <laughs> I'm kidding. 
I'm adorable and the people expect me to be here. No, they really don't. <laughs> You'll never get rid of me. Yeah, you, you are you are a sore. I mean, you nailed it again. I, that, that's what I got from it, but I, I couldn't give you that instantaneously, obviously. <laughs> I was waiting for it. There it is. <laughs> I hope you I hope you know the conscious listener has 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 seen that well has seen has heard that every time he gets these things this correct because his, his he, he he always has this tendency to like and i know he didn't write any of this down there's no nope. notebook over on that side nope. of the fucking microphone he's lying to you he's just this this is what flows out of his fucking stupid incredibly smart well fucking balanced brain fuck you dave <laughs> Do you want to tell me how you really feel? Opinion juice. Opinion punch. <laughs> Opinion juice. Opinion punch. <laughs> All right. No, no. D- Dave, you, you once again fucking crushed it. You got the point of the episode. It's almost like it was your fucking idea. Oh, crazy. <laughs> but no, I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. And I, I think we've expressed our point to everybody here. Um, so if you're ready to take it home, by all means, take it home. Let's take her home, brother. I want to thank you guys today for tuning in to this episode of the Fearless Fathers podcast. As always, it is absolutely amazing to have you along with this journey to be a part of our fearless family. If this is the first time that you found us, I'm very sorry for what you just experienced. Yeah, I am. But welcome to the dysfunction that is the Fearless Fathers podcast. You're a part of us now. You're learning and you're growing. And if you've been with us for a while or from the beginning or you know, just for a few weeks from now, a few weeks ago, I should say. Thank you for sticking around with us. Thank you for being a part of our family. You're taking the steps to learn and grow. You know there's things out there that you can do better to break these stigmas that hold us not only as men but as dads. And we're just going to take it one step at a time, one day at a time. I say it every episode because it's true. We have those long-term goals, but we forget those micro goals at the end of the day to reach our overall goal. So keep making those small micro goals. If you liked this episode or any other episode, share it with your friends, share it with your other family members, share it with other dads out there that might need the boost out there to become better, to get a different mindset, to think differently about way the way our life is. Break these stigmas. We can't have an open, honest conversation unless we go out there and we start talking about it. And we start learning from new ideals. And we just really, really, really start focusing on ourselves. Give us a like. Give us a review. Keep following us. The more reviews, the more that this could get seen in other people's eyes and ears. This, you know, whatever it is we do twice a week. Uh, Thursday is promising to be a good episode. We're gonna, I'm going to go more in depth. It's just you and me for about a half hour. Just talking and just going a little bit more into this. And hitting a couple other points that we talked a little bit about today. So make sure you don't miss Thursday's episode. Your kids are learning and growing every single day. Just because you're a dad doesn't mean you can't do the same. We are fighting the stigmas and cutting the family legacy one step at a time, one day at a time. And together, we're going to embrace the fear. Always. Always.